Hello and welcome to the Tap Touch preview for another week here, part of what we bring you with Hoop Sevens Basketball Hustle each and every week. A huge round just gone in the NBL, a big weekend to preview. I'm looking forward to getting stuck into it. I'm Chris Pike, but the men you've all tuned in to get his get his thoughts from, the three-time NBL champion, the greatest power forward of his generation, Matty Knight. How do we find you this week? Doing well, Pikey, doing well. Just uh, counting down days to school's over <laughs> and then um, four kids at home. So <laughs> making the most of the quiet time this week. Oh, and, and I believe your mum's gone home now, so it's going to be... It's going to be quite a hectic build-up to Christmas in a Christmas period, I can imagine. Yeah, no, when mum or mum and dad are here, the kids just want to play with them. Yep, so it's yep. sure nice and uh, decent, quiet. But uh, no, um, yeah, it's been a hectic week, even though we've had two at school. Um, all the awards and dances they do at school in the last two mm. weeks just kept us really busy. So looking forward to having them all at home, though. It's amazing how popular grandparents become, isn't it? I... My nieces and nephew, they just can't wait to get away from, from my sister and go and stay at, at Grandma's house. They become very popular, don't they? They do. It's like they, I guess because they don't see them that often or mm. they get spoiled and get whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. Might be a bit of both. <laughs> I think so. Um, now, we're here for, for the Tab Touch preview, thanks to Tab Touch. So head to tabtouch.com.au for all of your NBL betting markets. And if you do want to find a winner, I think you're the man to go to, Matty. You're six from six so far this season and after what happened last season we talked about packing up shop and giving up last week after after one winning winning round is it time to is it time to bank our chips now i, I don't know <laughs> i'm hoping i've turned it around didn't get a single one last year mm. hopefully we can go a full season it's been a good start and uh, hopefully i can continue that on and of course we're doing it for charity i can't think of anything more worthy than the brain cancer foundation maddie it's a it's a hell of a thing to have problems with your with your brain and and to try to and if you have some sort of a brain cancer to to try to find a cure for it is a is a massive thing. So if we can help in some small way, that's a, a very worthy cause. Yeah, no, definitely. It's um a charity that's come and become quite close to Darrell and I's families. Um, so yeah, we just want to try and help with any uh donations we can to towards the charity so um that's why hopefully this winning streak continue mm-hmm. to help provide funds for all that research no that's fantastic we're off to a good start now before we have a look at what is to come in round three of the nbl maddie what the hell did you make of what we saw in round two because there's that was probably the most dramatic round in just about nbl history i know it had a bit of everything yeah. in round two um it's good to see a bit of rivalry uh, brewing between the two Melbourne teams. Yep, probably yep. going to go through another level now. Um, probably seeing one of the dunks of the year mm-hmm. in round two by Mitch Creek. Um, but no, the upset over here in Perth. Um, yep. Cairns getting their first win. Tazzy going over two. So, mm. And then Illa Warwick. Yeah, that's, that's still authority. looking good. Yeah. yeah. And that's the scary thing. They're only going to get better and better as the season goes on. Now, you obviously were a, a big man and you didn't mind trying to Trying to be a defensive presence when you could, Matty. Um, were you ever dunked on in any sort of a fashion similar to what Matthew Delavadova was by Mitch Creek? No, not that bad. <laughs> I got dunked on in Sydney a few years back. While I think it was probably there, uh, Kendrick Perkins. So yep, that was a guard. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but nothing like that. I was pretty much side on view when Casey dunked mm. on AJ at the arena. Probably one of the biggest dunks I've seen. But yep. yeah, no, Mitch Creek's was... Uh, yeah, that was uh, nasty. What about throwing one down yourself? 
Do you have a favourite dunk dunk that you threw down when you did get up there? Oh, mate, it wasn't too often that I got up there. <laughs> I was happy to, happy to touch the backboard. <laughs> there wasn't many highlights of dunks, that's for sure. I have kids asking, can you dunk it? Yeah. Well, I couldn't even dunk it when I played, so there's no chance now. Oh. Is that is that true? You couldn't dunk it right now if you tried? Oh, eight foot hook, maybe I've got yep. a chance. Ten foot, who knows? Uh, yeah. Achilles or hamstrings or calves, why not uh, enjoy that too much? I don't, I don't know if anyone on our team that we've assembled now for this season on Hoop 7's Basketball Hustle could dunk. I'm positive Damien Martin can't dunk anymore. I'm positive Sean no. Redditch can't anymore. I'm positive Adam Gibson never could. Um, <laughs> I'm positive Rob Beveridge never could. I'm pretty sure Alex Loudon probably couldn't either anymore. I'm not sure any of us can. can and I'm, no. I'm, I'm sure that I never well, probably could. The, probably the most unathletic uh, <laughs> team assembled. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I think most of us, even during our playing days, couldn't dunk it. So I know Sean would tell you he could, but Sean needed a massive wind-up. He did. Damo was probably the most athletic out of I was, I was going to say, Damo's the shortest out of you all, but he, oh, similar to Bebo probably in size, but he was probably the best dunker out of out of the team. Yeah, no, he had a few dunks on a couple of people, so uh, he still tells you about it. So he's <laughs> the most athletic out of all, uh, all this team assembled for the podcast. Yeah, probably. I don't know that he's... Kept his athleticism though. I think it's all all well and truly behind him now. Um, oh, definitely. I think he said he wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't uh, take too kindly to try and leave the floor. That's for sure. No. All right. So that was that was last week, Maddie, and you had a you your multi picks came through big big time. So congratulations for for that. Let's see if we can pick out some more winners again this week. Thanks to Tap Touch. If you want to check out all of the markets yourself, head to taptouch.com.au. And it all starts Thursday night, Maddie. This is a a fascinating game. Melbourne United at home to the Sydney Kings. Melbourne United, the defending champs, but they haven't won a game yet. They get Chris Golding back for this one, but the Kings get DJ Vasilovic back as well. So pretty much two two shooting guards for the price of one coming back. What do you make of this one? On tab touch, Melbourne United, 162 favourites. Sydney, $2.30. I assume that's because the Kings are still missing their two imports with RJ Hunter and Jalen Adams missing. Well, you're watching the game, the Phoenix and United game. You would have thought Phoenix was going to blow it open, mm. but within two minutes, it was back to a single-digit yeah. game. And, um, though unlucky not to get the win in that game, but um, I think getting Chris back is a major a major in for United. Um, just his leadership and his scoring power out in the court, I think that will really help him. Um, Delhi's only going to get better and better the more mm-hmm. time he spends out in court. Um yeah, I think uh, Melbourne will probably get their first win of the season. Um, I think two imports out for Sydney hurts them. Obviously getting DJ back, but he's been out for nearly a year now, yeah. so it's going to take him time to get his flow back out on court. But it's great to see another young kid back out on court. Um, yeah, obviously, season ruined by injury last year, uh, but um, hopefully he can stay healthy and show show the league what he can do. Do you remember spending some time training with him when he, when he came to the Wildcats for a little bit of time in between... College seasons, both both Damo, yeah. both Damo and Sean remember fondly, and and both of them coming into last season picked him as their rookie of the year because of those memories. Do you remember working out with a with a with a young DJ? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, it's been a week or two over mm. here. And he could shoot the ball then, but he's only got better and better since then. So um, it's great to see him back, and hopefully he can um, come back the player he was. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sydney will need that. They, they will. He certainly doesn't like confidence, though. So he'll he'll be he'll be jacking up the shots. No no question. We've got a doubleheader on Friday night. Illawarra Hawks, their first home game in Wollongong of the season. 
very tough to to see them being too troubled by the New Zealand Breakers. And Tab Judge agrees. The Hawks one forty two. The Breakers two dollars eighty eight. I think Illawarra will uh, get home quite comfortable in this one. Obviously, New Zealand um, are still trying to get all their players back yeah. back on court. Um, obviously, they've got a new import coming in to replace one import. Yeah. So right now, they just don't have that team chemistry. Um, not having the bodies out there and um, Illawarra at home, I think they'll get a win quite comfortably. When you know you're struggling already, like the Breakers are, and then you start a game so well when you're up almost 20 points against the 36ers, but blow it. How much does that hurt you, your psyche coming into the, your next game? Yeah, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It shows you that you can do it, yep. but then also you've given up a 20-point lead and lost. Mm. So um, just about putting all four quarters together now. They've put two quarters together, but I just don't think they have the firepower right now to put a full game together and to beat Illawarra. Yeah. That's the yeah. enemy, and right now I don't think they have that. Yep. Totally agree. Now, this one on Friday will be fascinating. The rematch of the double overtime game from Sunday with the Wildcats at home to the Bullets. Yeah, no, um, obviously, Brisbane's come in and upset Perth at home. Um, probably a game Perth should have won, but mm. I don't think it's too often you see Bryce shoot that low percentage. So. Over 11, he started the game. Yeah, no, I don't think um, anyone's seen Bryce shoot that way. Um, but yeah, no, Brisbane's going to be full of confidence. Obviously, You've beaten Perth already, and you've been here in Perth, so travel's not a factor. Yep. You're going full confidence, but um, I think Perth uh, will win with Bryce having a big game. It's hard to see them losing twice on their home floor, isn't it? So, Tab Touch agrees. They've got the Wildcats 141, the Bullets at $2.90, but it'll be, it'll be a fascinating game because the, the Bullets are playing with a lot of confidence with Sobey and Patterson and, and Frank's all up and going, so I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, no, and Lamar, Lamar's prove a point too, I think, after the season he had last year. And he's even come out in the middle of it. So those are pretty good odds for Brisbane. Obviously, they won here on uh, last weekend. So they're going to be full of confidence. And Perth has still got injuries. So, yeah, I'm picking Perth because of Bryce having a bounce-back game. But um, $2.90 is pretty juicy, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. I would not buy to see Brisbane hanging around at the end of the game. Mm, Absolutely. Now, this could be the game of the round. The first one up on Saturday, back at Kudos Bank Arena, um, the Sydney Kings up against the, the undefeated South East Melbourne Phoenix. Yeah, no, that's going to be a ripper of a game. Um, obviously, Sydney's got the game tonight um, mm. and bounced back. But uh, I think uh, South East wouldn't have been happy with giving up the lead they had sure. and close the game. But... Um, yeah, I just think South East is playing some fantastic basketball right now. They're really gelling. And the big guy in the middle, he's changing a lot of shots. So <laughs> he sure is. It's allowing the guards to be more aggressive, I think, knowing they've got that help behind them. Um, and Mitch Creek's really come out mm. playing really well to start the season. And I just think they've got too much depth. And once again, Sydney with injuries to the imports, I just don't think um, they have the depth to cover southeast so mm. i think southeast will get the win in a close game yeah i agree um up in cairns for the second game on saturday night it's a cairns type ends team coming off a win but now without scott machado for four to six weeks up against the adelaide 36 is also coming off their first win of the season yeah no it's great to see uh both teams get a, get a win to start their season mm. um it took adelaide uh to turn around a pretty disappointing first half yeah. but um yeah, they played really well, and uh, Newport had a great game. Um, 
So again, yeah, Dusty Hannes doesn't lack any confidence, does he? Similar to similar to, similar to DJ. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want to see. Yep. Um, guys that can back themselves, uh, they don't care. They're just going to go out and play. Mm. They, they know they've done the work. So, but um, no, it was great to see Adelaide get a win, and then um, especially for Cairns being the first win of the season. Yep. Machado is a big loss. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Adelaide will walk into the entertainment center and walk away with a win. Interesting one. Despite no Machado there for the Taipans, the Taipans are. The odds are pretty close. 197 for Cairns, Adelaide 183, but I think Machado's a, a too big of a loss to, to cover. Yeah. Interesting if they now make a move to replace him in this, for the next six weeks too, because if you wait if you wait six weeks without him, you might not win too many games. Exactly. It's a, a big gamble to take, especially when you he's such a huge player for you, don't have the depth to cover him. Yeah. If you had a reliable backup, then maybe you'd get by. But well, really, you know, really think... they're on the other point guard is Jared Kenny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think you can sit on your thumbs for six weeks yeah. and wait for him to get back. And then, yeah, after a lot of the season gone and you don't want to be too far behind mm. those third and fourth spots. Yeah, I agree. Um, Sunday. These triple headers on Sunday have proven pretty eventful so far. Let's see how this one goes. First up, we've got Melbourne United at home to the New Zealand Breakers. Yeah, no, I think um, Melbourne will be too strong. Yeah. So, uh, get some confidence after their first game on Thursday and they should win that one and then I reckon they'll win comfortably against the Breakers on Sunday. Yeah, I think so too. This one is really fascinating. Brisbane Bullets, first home game of the season, but they're travelling back from Perth on Friday, but they're hosting the Illawarra Hawks who also play on Friday, so I guess travel kind of kind of evens itself out there. Yeah, no, I think um, a lot will probably depend on how, how Brisbane go Friday night. Yep. Um, if they got a win, uh, they'll go back with a lot of confidence, especially going up against uh, the favourite Illawarra. But I just think um, the way Illawarra is playing right now, they've just got too many weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, you take away from one guy, someone else will step up. So I think Illawarra go up to Brisbane and walk away with a win. Last game. On paper, the Wildcats look far too strong for the Jack Jumpers. But if any team knows Perth pretty well, it's going to be this Jack Jumpers team. So. What do you make of this one? Yeah, no, this will be an interesting one. Obviously, Tazzy will be pretty disappointed with uh, their um, games over the last weekend going 0-2. Yeah. You want to bounce back. Some of these guys, the first time, the imports especially coming to Perth yep. Arena yep. Um, where the Red Army will be waiting. But if um, Perth might want to drop another home game, that's for sure. Because Especially I, when this I, is their I, last one for at least two months. I see this being their last game, and then they're on the road for two months. Yeah. And if you drop two home games already, that makes it even tougher because you never know when you're going to be back home. Even though it said borders are the 5th of February, WA government, you never know. Yeah. So uh, I think Perth will be too strong, but I reckon Tassie will throw everything at them. You're a Tassie boy. Do you find a Jack Jumper singlet and go along and, and watch this game and support them? I've actually asked uh, assistant coach Mark Radford to bring yeah. me a Tazu uh, ah. Jack Jumpers hoodie over. Fantastic. So, uh, no, I won't go watch the game, I don't think. Um, we've got some other events on, yeah. but uh, I'll keep a close eye and I'll probably catch up with Mark on the Saturday because they fly out here tomorrow. So we could catch up with uh, Rat and uh, yeah. it's been a while. Oh, I look forward to hearing about that next week. Now, yeah, Matt- I think um, Perth need to win this because they're spending a lot of time on the road. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, the way it is, and 
you need to win as many home games now because you can't rely on the end of season. Now, I think technically, Matty, we've got a game next Wednesday night that counts as part of round three as well. So let's finish up with that one as well. Wednesday night in Sydney, the Kings against the Jack Jumpers. Let's finish off with, with that one. Do you give the Jack Jumpers any chance? Uh, I not. I hope they do, but mm. um, I just don't think that they've got the depth right now in Tassie. Um, a lot of their signings were guys that are on fringe on other teams. Yeah. I, they just don't have the, the star power right now. Their imports, they're done okay so far, but they're not seeing the world on fire. So I think Sydney will be too strong. Um, it's a lot of travel to Perth, Sydney, so I imagine that Sydney will get a win quite comfortably. Just on the back of that, Damo and myself spoke with Adam Gibson this week on Hoop 7's Basketball Hustle, and, and he talked about how much it would have meant to him if he was able to play for the Jack Jumpers with the Tasmanian team back in the league, obviously, as a Tasmanian boy. When you hear that, are you surprised that he didn't get offered a contract by them? I'm very surprised. Um, I, I, I know you got to earn it, but he's, he's a Tassie kid, yep. and it wasn't like he was putting up bad numbers at South East. Yep. Um, We've been good to have a veteran guard. You've got that Tassie connection that the fans can relate to. He's yeah. a favourite son down there. Um, I was very surprised. And to be, when you look at it, there's no Tasmanians all pop. A couple of Serge Deans as a DP player. Yeah. You want to have a Tassie team, you need to have a, at least a tough couple of Tassie players on that roster. And even though he's not going to set the world on fire, Gibbo, he's a, he's a great leader. He's, he's been to the Olympics. He's won a championship. Would have been perfect to bring him in. He would have brought that culture down to Tassie. That's what they're going to need. Um, they're already talking about culture, but he's a great leader. And yeah, I was very surprised yeah. that uh, he didn't even get a look in at it. Um, he would have been the perfect first signing for Tassie. That's what, that's what we thought. We, we thought it was fascinating, especially when Gibbo talk, talked about how much it would have meant to him and he's ready to go. He's in, he's in game shape right now. He's just, he's just hoping someone offers him a, a job because he's not ready to call time on his career yet. So if you do want to listen back to that interview, go back into our archives and listen to, to Hoop 7's Basketball Hustle from earlier in the week. But we're here, thanks to Tab Touch, Matty, with the Tab Touch preview. Stay tuned to social media accounts with Tab Touch for... Your tips for this week, your multi-bet where we hope to keep keep our winning streak going thanks to the Brain Cancer Foundation. But we look forward to the round ahead, Matty. And, and next week, we'll see what's happening in the lead-up to Christmas. Sounds good, Pikey.